Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt. Ralph Cabea Baxter starring as Don Corleone. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. Don Corleone. You've been watching uh, AMC again, is that what it is? Because The Godfather Part 1, 2, and 3 was on yesterday. Oh, best movies in the world. They are great movies. There's no getting around it. Just really, really good movies. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I love this song. Roy Orbison. I love Roy. Oh, you hit the post, honey. Look <laughs> Catherine hit the post. Catherine hit the post. What's up? Uh, it's cold. Buttercup. Buttercup. Goodness. Severe wind chills are here. 32, minus 32 in the metro, oh. minus 62 up north. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
God. Yeah. And tomorrow's going to be much worse. Actually. I just don't understand how things don't just shatter when you touch them at those temperatures. <laughs> like I my... can't even. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, I've lived through them. Uh, I don't know. Alex was born, what was it, 26 below real temperature? I don't know what the wind chills were. I'm sure they were worse. It's, it's just. Ugh. It's minus 243 before the rubber shatters like glass. Oh mm. well, that's a, we have a long way to go. That's right. That's liquid nitrogen temperature. That that was always that was always one of the most fun things in the world when I was uh, when I was in college. We had liquid nitrogen around all the time, and you could drop anything into that, and you drop it on the floor and hit it. It was just like glass psh, all over the floor. Amazing. Well, what's the temperature when you can throw water up in the air and it just instantly freezes? It turns to mist. Yeah. And then just freezes. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the temperature is. Andy, run outside and throw a glass yeah, of water. Yeah, see if it works. It has to be mm. warm water, though. Yeah, it has to be like hot. That's right. It does have to be warm. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, well, okay. It, it dep- that depends on the humidity and the temperature because you can actually make snow above 32 degrees Fahrenheit, provided that the uh, humidity is low enough. Boom. Okay. There you have it. Let's Ladies see and gentlemen. here. Um, because I know people. Yeah, it has to be very dry. I've seen it on YouTube. Yeah, it's the bulb. The yeah. bulb temperature you have to uh, to observe. Right. Uh, apparently, at 11 degrees with a humidity of 25 percent, it works. So there you go. Well, you should test that out today. What is the humid? I think humidity. The humidity is actually not that low. It's just it's all frozen, so it doesn't really count. Aside yeah. from yeah, how do you have humidity? Yeah. That cold? Aside from the fact you won't be able to let go of the glass. Once you've thrown the water up in the air, so. Mm. Other than that, though, everything's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hereby. Oops, oh, sorry, Jude. I didn't know you were sitting puppy. right there. Well, he was. Why did you tell me he was there? He's right he's under my feet. He's always sitting under your no, feet. Judy. Judy, I he's almost had a rough on day. Him. Isn't that a rough day? I didn't kick That's, him or anything. He just. Had to go on drugs. So I, I, I'm calling upon the Star Tribune to change your name to the Political Fish Wrap. Because that's all you ever write about anymore. I mean, seriously, that's all you write about Uh, at that newspaper. That's all they've been writing about for years. The one thing I would say that kind of worked out pretty well was the fact that um, the Minnesota measure would legalize marijuana by 2022. And they mean cannabis, not marijuana. But, uh, you know, it's the same thing. But, uh, yeah, uh, we had... uh, Melissa Franzen on this morning on the KQ Morning Show. She's a Democratic state senator out of Edina. Could not have been more pleasant. And at the end of the interview, she said to me, uh, by the way, I'm a centrist. To which I replied, I love you. Did she put that on the air? <laughs> Is it a matter yes. of record? Yeah, she's on the air. Really? She said it on the air. Wow. Yep. Pretty damn cool. She, she was very, very pleasant. And now I believe the, uh, the Republican in favor of this, Scott Jensen, is coming on tomorrow. So I think it's very, very cool. That part, again, they're just trying to help people out. Uh, we talked a lot about, because, you know, since I kind of am the voice of medical cannabis now in the state of Minnesota. Yes, you are the poster boy. I am the for... poster boy. I, I did talk about the fact that, because uh, some people go, well, what about the smell? Most of recreational marijuana would be edibles and capsules. It will not be smoking joints. It should be yeah, all but... edibles and capsules or vaping. It should, be. It yeah, should right. not be smoking. You should not be smoking it, period. So I agree. That's it. How about the vaping? That's fine. Uh, I don't think fine. there's much odor yeah. to that, is there? No, I don't think yes. so. Is there vaping? Oh, yeah. Haven't oh, you there? ever walked by somebody vaping? Like yeah. you, you mean? Stinks. 
It stinks. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, the, the political fish wrap. Let me just read you the top four stories. Well, the number one story, of course, is the severe wind chills, 32, uh, minus 32 in Metro, minus 62 up north. Uh, you know who's a fool because of that? No. As dangerous cold descends, Trump's tweet about global warming draws scorn. Oh my You're God. focusing on Donald Trump's tweet from what, about six months ago? I mean, would you let it go? Yes, people need to be careful because uh, it's very, very cold. It's going to be really cold tomorrow with a real temperature of 28 below and a wind chill near 60 to 70 degrees below zero. Well, that Ocasio-Cortez, mm-hmm. she said that isn't the world ending in 12 years? Oh, yeah, well, so why change anything? Mm. She wants to change is everything. It the what? I think the world's ending in 12 years, according yeah, no, to her. No, 10 years. Be- 10. 10 years. Because it's of over. climate change. I mean, I don't even know. I'm, no matter how many laws you pass, it's, in 10 years, it's no, over. It's ridiculous. We're all dead. Look, I'm not saying we shouldn't live cleaner lives and clean up the environment. I'm not saying that at all. I'm very, no. very strongly in favor of that. But using it for your political gain is a different thing. Then how do you know the difference when you're an impressionable youth? Well, that's the whole problem, impressionable. Well, Cassie, you're an impressionable youth. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you I think? I make my okay, mark so, on the world. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> casting doubt on President Tr- Trump's goal of a nuclear disarm North Carolina. So, or North Korea. North, Carolina. North Carolina. What like, are whoa. they doing now? Uh, yeah, casting doubt on President Trump's goal of a nuclear disarm North Korea. We have a dangerous cold descends. Trump's tweet about global warming draws scorn. Another story, Trump friend Stone pleads not guilty in Russia probe case. What, just call it the Trump news. Honey. 2020 is right around God. the corner as far as an election goes. So they have, they're going to be campaigning per every article constantly. It's never going to stop. And the news is going to get much worse on I this. Missed, I missed one, actually. This is on the front page of the paper. I missed one. During White House tours, Trump reportedly critical of how Obama left Oval Office. It, so? What, was it messy? What, it was what are they talking messy. about? <laughs> Uh, the one story that might be considered to be anti-Democrat would be disillusioned by the last year. St. Paul's public safety advisor resigns, and he cites Mayor Carter as the top reason he's resigning. Really? I guess he's a real pain in the ass to deal with. Well, he's not one of those guys. He's the size of a pop can, so he has to show the world what a tough guy he is. <laughs> I don't know. I never met the guy. I invited him on the show. I didn't even hear back from him, so, you know, screw you. But... um yeah, I'd like to hear some other Minnesota House Democrats launch week of proposed sexual assault reform. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are eight stories about politics in the front page of the Star Tribune today. Eight. Sexual assault reform. What are we going to make it so it's not as bad? Yeah, it's double know. illegal. <laughs> double secret it's probation. It's doubly illegal. No, we yeah. have yeah, Kristen not... on the phone, by the way. That booze hound. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what? I didn't see Anne Hathaway at the SAG Awards, so I was so disappointed oh. not to be able to yell across the red carpet. Booze hound. Booze hound. Ooh, there's a really cold. I, I'm going to get past this very, very quickly. I promise, Kristen. But uh, I was talking about there are eight political stories, and I just found the ninth one. There are nine political stories on the front page of the local newspaper. Nine of them. Uh, and this is one of them. Apparently, uh, Minnesota House Democrats launched week of proposed sexual assault reforms. Why wouldn't you include both parties? Why wouldn't the Democrats go to the Republicans and say, why don't we do this together? Because they do that together in a minute. Gender-based violence prevention week. That's the, that's the week now, right? Okay. 
Uh, so they want to know about how how to help people uh, sexual assault reform. And uh, Soda Squatch posted, where's Keith Ellison and Al Franken? Ooh. Oh, God. Ow. That's cold. I didn't see that coming. Woo. Yeah, so anyway, Boozy, what's up with you? Uh, kind of breaking news. I don't know if you guys have heard. Jesse Smollett was um, attacked in Chicago. He is one of the actors on Empire. So that's been kind of a big breaking story this morning. Um, and they believe it is a hate crime. Um, they dropped not only the gay slur, he is a gay man, and he plays a gay character on the show, but also he, um, they also dropped the N-word while they attacked him, and they believe it's premeditated, um, and he's in the hospital recovering from his injuries. I mean, they put a rope around his neck. Oh, Where did God. he get attacked? Harry. In Chicago. In Chicago? In, where, where in Chicago? In Chicago. Yeah, let me see, because it, it was, um, if anyone knows Chicago better than I do, Let's see. Um, let me because the report it was in front of a subway, <laughs> subway oh sandwiches. God. But I don't know where in the city. So he's at Northwest. Was it a bunch Memorial. of honkies? Uh, uh, <laughs> it was two white men. They held his head in a, a noose. They screamed, "This is MAGA country." Um, he was. Oh as well. God! Oh Come God! On. You disgusting pigs! I oh. am a little skeptical. Yeah. This I just doesn't too. sound real. No, it does, does it? not. I, guess I just don't know Chicago to do things like, I, look, I spent a ton of time in Chicago living there and, and working there, you know, five days a week, whatever. I, I just, I don't see that happening in Chicago. Chicago, there's just there's too many details. They, gay slur, anti-black slur, noose, bringing up MAGA. Like all yeah, of this, that's, that's true. It's too perfect. It's a lot. It almost seems scripted in a way. I mean, I hope, I hope it didn't happen. God, I, hope, I not. hope it didn't happen. That's awful. That's if, it, if it did, it's terrible. It is terrible. Well, he's in the hospital, so something happened. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and Chicago, Chicago PD is uh, investigating it as a hate crime. That's kind of the angle they're following sure. as of right now. Hmm. Sure. This all happened at two a.m. Uh, I believe this morning. So it was. You know, um, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. There was also mm. allegations that there were hate letters sent to Fox Studios in Chicago um, directed at him over the last week or so. So that is also another part of the investigation huh. therapy. What did he what did he do to piss uh, these people off? Yeah, so why is much? he being targeted like that? I'm not saying he should be targeted, I, but the, the, what what excuse are they know. using here? I don't know, because I have to be honest, Jesse is very well-loved in the industry, at least, and he's mm-hmm. a very, he's not extremely outspoken. He's not like a Deborah Messing. He's not a James Woods, you know what I mean, where people are right, polarizing right, and out right. there every day. So this would be, to me, in some ways, out of left field. He is a gay black man in real life, so I don't know if for some reason he triggered the wrong person, but obviously a story everyone will be following. Well, he's at, yeah, my, I mean, yeah. he's at my alma mater, he's Noth- in a good hospital. Nothing that he did could could have caused this. These no. are a couple of psychos. If it did indeed happen the way they say it did, these people are psychotic. And I will tell the news people again, all of you television and radio and newspaper people who will not give up hating the opposite party, you are the ones driving this kind of behavior. Look, you find flawed individuals, which these two certainly would be, and you start pumping flawed individuals' head full of a bunch of garbage, they're going to act out. And I blame you. I do. I blame the news because they will not stop the hatred. I just, it's just disgusting to me. 
I'm embarrassed to be an American right now. I'll tell you that. But it's happened in every country. It's happened around the world now. I just, you know, with that whole uh, Covington thing going yeah. viral, I just, I, I hope that I, I hope that they figure out what actually happens before they turn this into something that it isn't. That I mean, would be good, and that's exactly I mean, what I'm thinking. I'm not saying that hate crimes don't happen, but this just seems really extreme and horrible. Well, I hope again, it's wrong. Once again, the, the hate press crimes up. are up. Hate crimes are up. That that is of course. And why? Um, and why are every they? City. Yep. Uh, why are they? Well, people will say. Well, and I will say, people are going to assume because they are up since. 2016 when uh, Trump was elected. They are saying they believe he has fueled some of the hate crimes because he doesn't necessarily speak against them. He doesn't necessarily there. Some of them are part of his base. And I think that that has been an issue that the administration needs to address and just shut it down. How about the Democratic Party shutting it down as well? Because they're the ones who cannot stop spewing hatred on CNN, CNB. Well, not CNBC so much, but uh, MSNBC, all the they Fox, do is both, hate speech. Every time both, I tell them. They're both guilty of it. Fox is guilty of it. CNN's guilty no, of it. You're I right. just don't watch them. It's you're just, right. It's just, <clears throat> I can't do it. I can't. Because if no. you sit there and you listen to this, and you, it's, it's inflammatory on both sides, and it's exhausting, and it there is. are better ways yep, to yep. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I, I just uh, I interviewed a, a Minnesota State Senator, Melissa Franzen, on the morning show this morning. At the end, she said, oh, by the way, I'm a centrist. And I went, I love you. Mm. <laughs> any, <laughs> any politician that says that they're a centrist, I'm all for you. Look, if you're a regular straight-ahead Democrat, you're a regular straight-ahead Republican, or you're a centrist, I'm fine with you. These nut jobs on the edges, it's got to stop. The hatred has got to stop. I agree. Don't you think? Yes. But that's all that's reported. Yeah. That's all that's, that's, all that's reported. On. Right. That's yep. all that's focused nope, on. Right. And this, this, this whole Covington uh, thing, that is all based on diffuse hate that's focused on something that yeah. was nothing. No, that's right. You are absolutely right about that. I, I literally, honest to God, I start the day by making fun of the fact that Star Tribune does nothing but post hate stories about our president. I am not a fan of Donald Trump. I'll make that very clear again. I don't dislike him. I don't like him. I don't dislike, uh, I don't know who he, well, it's going to be hard to find out of Schumer and Pelosi. Uh, I, I just don't like these people. They're not my, whether it's President Trump or Schumer or Pelosi, they're not my kind of people. I don't like them. I do think you need to back off on, you know, punching the, the President of the United States in the face or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer. Let it go and serve the people, all the people. And hopefully what you're talking about, what's happening here, this would be my guess. Two white guys, they're wearing MAGA hats, they got a noose with them. If this did indeed happen the way he said it did, they're morons who are being driven by hate speech on television and in the newspapers and on the radio. It, they're not smart enough to know they shouldn't do things like that. These people are imbeciles, right? What the hell was that? Imbeciles. That was on your end. No, it was not. It wasn't here. Hmm. Kristen, did you fall over? Did you fall over? Did you pass out? No, I'm here. Kristen. I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> are you, I'm here. Are you boozing it up again? Are you, are you hitting the bottle? I am. I, I, you know what? It's 10 a.m. Yeah. It's the best thing to do. Isn't day drinking no, a blast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. 
It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Uh, What do you got cooking there, honey? Somebody making banging noises or something? Catherine's got a very concerned look on her face about some noises we're hearing because we have no idea where this came from. But in any case, moving forward, uh, Kristen, I hope, uh, do you know Jesse yourself? Jesse. Um, I don't. I've interviewed him before. He's extremely kind, always really nice. I know he's very well liked in the industry, so wishing him the best, honestly, because that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's his full name? Jesse. Jesse what? Oh, Jesse Smollett. What's the last name? Smollett? Smollett. S-M-O-L-L-E-T. Smollett. T-T. So Jesse Smollett. Yeah, I've not heard of him. He's on what show? Empire, which is in Chicago. Empire, okay. Um, Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't understand any reason to do that to any living human being. I don't care what they're all about. Uh, Unless they're attacking a woman or a child, I don't know. I'm still not going to put a noose around your neck, however. So you hit the streets with a pre-made noose. Really? How they believe stupid it's are premeditated. You? That's what they're looking oh, at. Oh, yeah, so. that's okay. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that would, that would change something. Well, that would change the situation, uh, at least. Yeah, well, fortunately, Andy, Andy saw that he was immediately released from the hospital, so he wasn't hurt badly. Good, good. Oh, yeah, that's good news. Well, you put a noose yeah, around someone's news. neck, you know, something gets tangled wrong oh, and you're man. dead. Well, I mean, yeah. If, yeah. the, if someone hangs you, you either die or you don't get injured. Those are basically the two outcomes. I don't mm-hmm. think yeah, they actually I, I mean, did anything if, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, the TMZ <clears throat> wrote 
sources directly connected to Jussie told tell, TMZ, the actor arrived in Chicago from New York late Monday, and around 2 a.m. he was hungry and went to a subway. We're told when he walked out, someone yelled, aren't you that... Uh, gay slur. Gay slur. Empire racial slur. Anti-black. The two men, both yep. white and wearing ski masks, viciously attacked Jesse as he fought back. Yep, but you're right. But they beat him badly and fractured a rib. They put a rope around his neck, poured bleach on him. Oh, God. Okay, and then and as they left, they yelled, this is MAGA country. Now, how would they know he was there at the subway if he just happened to go to subway and they just happened to be there with a noose and, a, and bleach? And masks. And masks? I this is I, I'm imagining, does he live in the neighborhood? Were they surveilling his property? I mean, that, oh, yeah. that's yeah, what you're looking at, major premeditation, if it went to that extreme. Uh, now, that's major God. extreme if you're, if you're doing that. Well, these that. guys will go to these guys will go to jail for a long time. I hope so. Maybe I the hope. death penalty. Let's go. You want to pour bleach on someone? Why don't we pour bleach down your throat and see how you do? How about that? Um, I am very, very happy that I think Crazy. some people, at least at the state levels, are starting to wake up in the political world. I had a nice talk. And Melissa Franzen is a Democrat. She's a state senator from Edina. She's a Democrat. She came right on the show. The Republican guy is going to come on tomorrow. We're talking about the medical cannabis bill being passed in Minnesota in the next couple of years. But uh, no problem. There was no problem at all because... For some reason, Democrats think that I'm a way far-right conservative, and I I don't know why they think that, because we had some people on the show that were very conservative, so I suppose if they brought up their subjects and I talked along with them that I'm the really bad guy because it's my show. But it wasn't my show. I didn't make that decision. the, The decision to talk politics was never my decision. That was somebody else's, so why don't you hate them instead of me? How about that? Is that fair? No, I just I had a really nice time talking to the state senator today. Senator Franzen could not have been more pleasant, and I'm very. That's a step forward. I I really want to talk about the steps forward that we're making in the political world. That just happened. That that I personally had one today. But I'd like to hear a lot more about that on Fox and CNN about the positive things that are happening. I would really um, like some moderate and Republican uh, and Democratic voices to kind of step up and. You yep. Stop this dumpster fire that's being that's happening on the far right and the far left, and um, right. those are the voices You're people right. need to hear from. You are absolutely correct, and it's time that they grow a pair and do it. Step up and say this is not right, and we're not going to deal with it. Both sides, Schumer, Pelosi, Trump, shut up and serve the people. How about that? That'd be nice. That'd be good. I like that. Bingo. But in any case, we go forward with it. I'm very, very sorry to hear that. I don't know the man. I've never watched Empire. I'm pretty sure it's not aimed at white guys my age. Um, but I'm not certain. No. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm not. The woman on there, that uh, what the hell's her name? She's really good. She was on. Taraji um, P. Henson. Yeah, yeah, Taraji P. Henson. She is really, really good. She, what was the show she was on? Uh, oh, my God, it was about the guy. Point of Interest. Did you ever see that show, Point of Interest? I didn't watch that one. That? But Who's the guy that played Jesus? He's great. What, what was his name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Jesus or Paul But in any Jesus. case, yeah, she's terrific. No, no, it was a white Jesus. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Terrence Howard. Have you ever talked to Terrence, <laughs> Terrence Howard, Kristen? <laughs> He's all over the you, map, yes. 
See, you know exactly you what I'm what talking person. about. <laughs> no. You never no, know honestly, what version I, of Karen's forgetting. You are 100% correct because I interviewed him twice within one month. And he had completely opposing views in that one month. <laughs> like what? Amazing. Last month they talked to you. It's he. He's an interesting guy. There's no doubt about it. Terrence Howard is definitely an interesting guy, but uh, he's crazy. That's the problem. He's complete a complete whack job. And you can tell him I said that. By the way, if you want. I will be sure to relay that in our next interview out of context. It'll be good. <laughs> you just throw it out there. That'll be good. So, yeah, I mean, as far Robert as any... Robert send your, send your whack job. <laughs> yeah, there you go. KQRS Minneapolis. Have a good day. Here's his, here's his phone number. Have a good day. Um, something happened on the KQ Morning Show this morning that is unbelievable, and it just makes me so happy that this woman was so trusting. Uh, we reported a story about... Uh, we were talking about that new series, um, Happy uh, The Smiley Face Murders. Is it the smiley face or happy face? Which one is it? I think it's the smiley, smiley face. Smiley, smiley face. Killer. Yeah. Killers. There yeah. we go. Uh, there's a show on, and I watched the first episode, and it's a couple of cops that are retired, and they, they're looking at this case in Pittsburgh about where a young gay man left a, a gay bar, was walking home, supposedly walked it across the Roberto Clemente Bridge, and either jumped off or fell off the bridge. Problem is with that argument is 40 days later, 40 days later, they found his body uh, downriver mm. at the entrance to the, the Allegheny goes into the Ohio, right there where the Allegheny meets Ohio. Yeah. They found his body, and it looked like he'd been in the water about two days. He huh. had ligature marks on his neck, okay? He had burn marks on his fingers when he tried to pull on the ligature around his neck uh, so he wouldn't choke to death. Uh, and the medical examiner said that he fell off the bridge and drowned. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. So we're talking about this. Then a young man calls in and says, there was a story a couple of years ago about a guy on Lake Waconia was ice fishing. So he's in his ice house and he drops uh, the, the underwater camera down there because he wants to locate some fish. He drops the camera down. The first thing he sees is a human being underwater, right? He'd been there for, uh, I believe, 40 days before he saw them because they couldn't find him. They looked for him. Uh, he was paddleboarding before the, uh, the lake had frozen over. And he fell in, and we, we were talking about that, uh, about how him being found after all that time. And his mother called into the show. It was the most touching, most wonderful thing I've ever heard. She was such a strong, tough woman. She finds out her baby boy is dead. Turns out that Brittany went to school with him. Good God, really? So so Brittany knows the guy and his brother. uh, Said he was a very, very popular guy all the rest of it. But this woman, uh, Debbie was her name. I have never heard a stronger human being in my life. This woman was told that her son, who had been missing a couple of months, was found underwater. They assumed he was in the lake somewhere, but they found him. And when she was talking about this whole situation, and all, it was, I was just so happy to, to, to just be involved in her life for that 10 minutes because she, what an example of what human beings should be. She didn't think about how horribly it broke her heart mm. and how she was in such pain. All she did was talk about how she could help other people. 
if this happens to them. It was the most incredible wow. interview, and it, she just called into the show. I can't tell you how wonderful that was. It was it was amazing. This woman, Debbie, you're well, she's my hero. I don't know. And by the way, incredibly in order selfless. to add sting, yeah, incredibly selfless. In order to add to the sting, her son's name was Andy. So I'm like, oh mm. God. So it was. I want to thank uh, her again. Just an amazing, amazing human being. My new hero, I'm telling you that. She, uh, it was such an honor to have her call in. But that's the thing about, you know, live radio. You do get calls. I remember one time when the show first started all these years ago, we got a call from a guy. A woman was found dead, and the guy called in and said he did it. Called into the morning show and said he dragged her along beside a car. And I said, man, you got to turn yourself in. And he did. I will never forget that one either. It's what I love about live radio. You get these things that happen. But if you want to, uh, seriously, with all this, oh, I hate Democrats. Oh, I hate Republicans. Oh, I hate everybody. Everybody sucks, blah, blah, blah. Listen to this woman who has suffered beyond anything I could imagine. All she wants to do is make other people feel better. It's just what human beings really are. It's not these pigs in Washington, D.C. By the way, Kristen and Ralph, do you know the net worth of the average uh, representative in the House of Representatives? The average net worth? No. What, I, what is it? Six million dollars. And what is it? How does that compare to when uh-huh. they start their term of office? <laughs> yeah, they didn't give that stat. The average net worth of a United States senator? Fourteen million dollars. That's the Whoa. average net worth. This is getting so out of hand. It's nothing now but a money-making business. That It's not politics. It's not serving the people. It's money-making. They don't care about you or me at all. And I'm just here to tell you. And that's but, known know, wealth. What's interesting, I was just going to say what's interesting, though, that there is a disparity even within Congress, though, because there are several um, reps as well as senators who – you know, shack up together because they can't afford yes. an apartment alone in D.C. That's correct. So there is, even within that, there's there's ranks of, like, who's super wealthy and who's mm. from more meager means. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. There is a balance there. But the average is $14 million and $6 million. I just find it so disgusting. So the poor ones only have, like, $5 million? Well, the poor ones actually just got into office. Right, they're the ones who tend they haven't to live. figured out how to how to rake <laughs> cash into the exactly. Well, into that the sack information yet. is uh, is public knowledge. So it is public knowledge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Did you look it up? Let's see. The salary of every state representative in the U.S. Let's really? see, y'all. Uh, well, their salaries aren't millions. Salaries of can't be much more than one hundred fifty grand, are they? No, eighty net worth. Uh, at the time of taking office and net worth at the time of leaving office. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One, yeah this is... one to five years. <laughs> so, okay. Technically, yeah. it is public knowledge, but they have also found out how to hide their income. Because oh, God. publicly, the uh, New Hampshire general court makes $100 a year. $100? How can they live on that? Or yes. maybe are they hiding <laughs> their salaries? Yeah, mm. that's not right. Yeah, just maybe, but yeah. I, I, there that's are people, sad. I'm here to tell you, whether it's, and I don't want to embarrass you, but whether it's Kristen Burt talking about, about Jesse being attacked in Chicago, uh, mm. Debbie calling this morning, caring about other people, not herself, not one word of, oh, poor me, or why did it happen to me? 
It was all about how can I use this anguish to help other people? There are wonderful people in the world. There's no doubt about it. They just need to stay uh, away from Washington, D.C., or you'll get ruined. Well, that was the one hope. I mean, I, I always try to find a silver lining in any president that's <laughs> that elected, right. that's been elected. Right. And you know, Trump, I don't like him, didn't vote for him, blah, blah, blah. I, I was hoping that as an outsider that he could maybe – yeah. Figure out how to do something about all of this, but nope. it, it's just you, you can't change it. Well, it's, I don't it's think impossible. anybody can really change his it. Whole theme, his whole theme was like drain the swamp, and I just feel like the swamp got swampier. Yeah. It's really weird. It's really, swampy. yeah. Well, I, I just I think that you know, if you take an outsider into an entrenched, mm-hmm. corrupt system, there's you know, no matter how hard you try, it's just not going to work. So we got to go in about 10 seconds here and be back for another segment. And I want to talk to uh, Kristen Bird about a movie that Catherine and I saw. But look, I'm just here to tell you there are great people in the world, and I just happen to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you are so wonderful. That's great. So, All my coworkers so start laughing at me. Yeah, so humble on top of it. No, it was <laughs> such an honor to run in there. I mean, to have her call in. Yeah. We'll be right back. More with Kristen Burt, who is a booze hound. <laughs> right back. Boo-bound. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Ooh, I love this song. Tears for Fears. Oh, yeah. Welcome to your life. Love this song. Oh, sing it. I love this song so much. It's just that loping beat and the great singing. This guy can sing, man. No doubt about that. We are discussing 
disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I'm disgusting. Wait, edit. I'm a wonderful person, and I'm disgusting. So there you go. I've got both sides covered. Is that a Freudian slip? I think it was, yes. Uh, trying to claim that your, I'm a wonderful person, your, I went, oh, my God, your, we're disgusting. Your self-loathing came out. <laughs> exactly. I just snorted. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> A little snort for yeah. me. That'll be good. Oh, the dem the dem machine is already hitting up on Howard Schultz. What about? Oh, they don't like him no, now. Do they, they don't like him because don't he's like, a centrist. Mm-hmm. The View hosts make Howard Schultz squirm. Oh my God, he's not. How do you squirm. read headlines worth... like that and not just I... <laughs> start laughing? It... <laughs> how, how can how can the View have any credibility when they had Ron Jeremy on? <laughs> oh, there is mm. that. Yeah, there is that. that I would say this. If you don't know who Howard Schultz is, he is the former CEO of Starbucks. He's the one who found the one Starbucks in Seattle and decided, hey, this is a great brand. There are now 30,000 of them around the world. Howard Schultz is worth $3.5 billion. He started living in public housing in Brooklyn. As a kid, his father would repeatedly come home and beat him to a pulp, knock him unconscious. This is a kid who put on his tough guy pants and went out there and made a living and made a huge success of himself. And now he wants to run as a centrist for the presidency of the United States. So he has no so chance. Now, I don't know why. Uh, he may have a chance because people are really, really sick of this. We need a three-party system, sure don't am. you think? Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, but look, I don't know Howard Schultz, but I'm endorsing him just because he's a centrist. <laughs> Oh, there you have it. I, I just serve the people. Just serve the people. That's all I'm asking. That's fair, isn't it? Um, Kristen, Catherine yeah. and I on Saturday went and saw Stan and Ollie and absolutely loved it. And I won't go on and on about it because I talked to them. Catherine and I talked a lot about it yesterday. Yes. But what a wonderfully sweet movie. It was just a, a really nice respite from all this bickering and arguing, pissing and moaning. It was wonderful. Did you see it? it? Isn't it the best when a movie or something can just take you uh, away from all the craziness in the world? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what this movie did for us. It was very, very funny, very touching as well. And I did point out yesterday that I think I'm allergic to Laurel and Hardy because when I left the theater, there was water in my eyes. And so I must have had a a bad negative reaction to it. Oh, It was so sweet. That does happen from time to time. Something in your eye. Something in my eye. Something in my eye. Which actor really touched you? Was was it John C. Riley? Oh, both of them were incredibly good. They really were. Both of them. They were just... And the women who played their girlfriends and wives and all that. Actually, everybody in the movie was really, really, really good. James Finlayson. Uh, all of it. It was just absolutely wonderful. And once again, if you're looking for a respite from all this, to look back at how things used to be 90 years ago, 90 years ago... Um, these two guys made 188 movies. At least Stan Laurel did, and Hardy was in most of them. 188 movies, and they both died broke because the studios ripped off all their money. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just terrible? I blame Kristen Burt because she's in that machine out there in L.A. The Hollywood yes, machine, and, and you Kristen. are also, And you are also a member of the same union I am. <laughs> so that throws me right into the mix. I'm right back in the mix. 
It's unbelievable. Yeah. But no, I think I think to, to tell you the truth. I'm just looking for decent people. I'm looking for really fun things to go see and to go do. I'm looking for the greatness and the kindness of the world right now because it's just way too painful to pay attention to any of this stuff. It's gotten so out of line. I, I, it's just very hateful, and I, I don't want to deal with it. Right? Uh, it is. I honestly, like on my my Twitter feed, I have so many certain keywords that I've muted because I just don't want to hear about oh, it. Yeah. It's not something mm-hmm. that's of interest to me. I want to keep up with the news, but I want to do it on my own time and in my own way. And I don't need people moaning and complaining on, on Twitter all the time, which right. they love to do, and on other forms of social media. I, you know, when Bernie announced his campaign, I muted him because I'm like, the Bernie bros go nuts, too. And I was like, I need a break yeah. from that. It was so early. We don't vote until 2020 for this president. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I just now I got an email from Joe from Louisville that said he tried to uh, send you a message and he put in the words Tom Bernard and he was blocked. <laughs> What's that all about, Kristen? Who was blocked? Me. No, I haven't blocked anyone. It's been a while since no, I blocked I anyone. He was... Oh, your own brother, but other, other than that, that oh, that's really on good. my iPhone. That is on my iPhone, but I'm like, on social media? No. I was like, my brother deserves to be blocked from time to time, so we're good with that. (laughs) I've got a brother like that, too. It's like nonstop politics with him. He never Mm -hmm. shuts up. It's like, I can't listen to it. Never. (laughs) It is true. Yeah. I will tell you, by coincidence, uh, this this story about about the, the, the woman's, you know, son drowning and all the rest of it, uh, she found out he was dead. Well, uh, two of Catherine's nephews, my nephews too, but they're blood relatives of Catherine, got in a car accident many years ago, about, what, five, six years ago? Oh, yeah, at Something least like seven, that. I think. Seven, maybe. maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the brothers was brought to one hospital, and the other brother was brought to another hospital. I was sitting with Catherine's brother, who's, what, 6'5"? Yep. 6'5", and at the time probably about 230. The big guy, really big guy. Um, and we're sitting there, and an intern, uh, internist came up and said, I don't want to use his name, but they said, uh, the youngest boy has died. And I had to hold a six foot five, 230 pound man in my arms like a little baby. He was just devastated. By the way, it wasn't true. And it wasn't true. Yeah. He didn't die. Yeah. So we found that <laughs> he was not happy when he found out that, uh, that his nephew was not dead. Well, no, he was happy that that he wasn't dead. He wasn't happy that he got false information. Weird way to frame it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just, honest to God, holding him, and he was just sobbing, thinking that his little baby cousin, uh, excuse me, nephew was dead. So I can't even imagine, you know, going through that kind of thing. And that's the kind of misery that's real in life. I don't need your misery, too, just your opinion, just... It was pissing all over everything. There are enough bad things in the world that happen. We don't need you to. That well, that's fair? what's interesting is that I, I think people's lives are so comfortable. easy comfortable. Yeah. and comfortable yep. That, yep. that in order to justify their existence on this planet, people have to make stuff up mm-hmm. to be unhappy about yeah, and, and search for things to make others unhappy about. It's absolutely true. They need to be incensed about something. I can't believe this. We must do something about this immediately. 
you know, kind of right. thing. Urgency, some fake urgency that they uh, create in their lives. Yeah, I agree. I like the happiness take. I like it. Hey, you know what happened that was really nice? Yeah, I want to hear about it. I don't know, so tell me all about it because I need yeah. to hear it. There are so many wonderful things that do happen in the world that we never even hear about, you know? So, Like I, the Florida man that stole some, he thought was were opioids, mm-hmm. and turned out they were laxatives. That's a feel-good story. That's a true story. <laughs> And they arrested him. (laughs) The great part is... I'm not high, but I need to go to the bathroom. The cops came and arrested him and took him to jail because he had broken into his friend's uh, medicine cabinet, which was locked. Yeah, like a lockbox of some kind. A lockbox on his medicine cabinet. He stole what he thought were (laughs) opioids and turned out to be laxatives. And of course it's a Florida man. (laughs) Yeah, a Florida man. There's a shot. Why is it always Florida? It is I don't always know. Florida. There's something in the water down here. I would say my brother Kristen. turned nuts when he moved to Florida. He was so normal when he lived <laughs> oh, in D.C. Here we go. Here and we go. And Atlanta. No, he honestly he lived in Atlanta. He lived in Boston. He lived in D.C. He lived in Denver. Totally normal. Moves to Florida, goes berserk. Yeah, we, See. Yeah. <laughs> Once a, year in Flo- once a year in Florida, there's the story about somebody who tries to weld their gasoline tank full. Oh, my God. Full. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> once, oh, a year, yeah. once a year, someone's gasoline tank blows up. That's in Florida. You are 100% correct. I will say this. One of the things that Scott loves to say is, why is it about two days a week there's a story that appears that begins with, Florida man poops his pants. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Yeah, Florida's a nut house. It really is. Some wonderful people, but my God, there are a lot of a lot of cases, head cases around it. Not some wonderful people, but my God, it's just I don't know. I, why? What? What is it about Florida that makes this happen? I, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, why would Ringley Brothers pick uh, Sarasota to uh, to yeah. uh, winter? That's absolutely right. You're 100 percent right. They, it's I don't know. Maybe it's that strong sun just does something to their brains. I don't know. Bakes your brains right out of your head. So, Kristen, is there anything coming up on television and the movies, anything like that we should know about that I would look forward to seeing, like maybe has a positive message? I don't know. I was like, we've got great things like Ted Bundy movies coming up. That's got a great message. (laughs) That's right. He was a normal guy, wasn't he? Yes, with Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. You know, have you noticed that true crime has become the big thing between podcasts, what's happening on Netflix, documentaries, and it's carrying over TV and film now. It's really Dirty John, that series on Bravo. Uh, It's been really, and People Magazine, that's all they cover is true crime. And have they made the movie about the the Wisconsin case yet? I mean, that's, that's screenplays written. Are you talking about Slenderman? Yeah. I, I, you know, they haven't. No. And I just wonder, no, are they going to wait till it plays out with the trial? No, the young girl. Oh, The okay. young girl, yeah, Jamie right. Kloss. Jamie Kloss, so really 13, know, gets to watch. Um, what his motivation was outside of finding her, like, on a bus outside her school? Not house. yet. Yeah, he saw her coming off a bus. Is that right? At a, at a school bus stop, right? That's where he first saw her? Yeah, in front of her home. In front of her home, okay. Then she got to watch at 13 years old. She got to watch uh, him shoot her father and then massacre her mother while she was, I believe, in the tub right next to her. 
you know, they were standing in the tub because they thought there was at least some defense or, you know, some safe spot, but it turned out it was not a safe spot. She was gone for almost three months, broke free, put his shoes on, and ran away, which is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, so, I don't know when I was 13 that I'd be thinking that clearly. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's. He was handed the $25,000 um, reward money as well for saving herself. Yes, yeah, she was from... Uh, was it is it Jenny O or what what is it? Yeah, Jenny O. Yeah, that's it's a Hormel. Place, yeah. it, it's Hormel and I think Jenny O. Those are the two people that gave her the twenty five thousand dollar reward money because she saved herself, which is pretty damn cool. I hope I have that right. I, I think it's Jenny O. Andy, would you check quickly? I, I'm not sure. But Jamie Kloss, uh, her parents actually worked there, from what I understand. But, uh, yeah, lots of true crime. I, w- Catherine and I have been noticing that. But I, I will tell you this. We only got about a minute and a half left, uh, Kristen. But I will tell you, Catherine has got me watching Grace and Frankie. Those two oh, women are so good. It's, those two women are so good, and it's unbelievable. I'm not wild about the guys. That's what I said. I just don't buy it. I don't they're buy just it. not, no, they're yeah. Not convincing. I, I don't think they're the per- proper guys for the roles or something. But honest to God. Jane Fonda is so funny. You know she's rather attractive. I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. At eighty, she Jane Fonda is beautiful. 80, yep, she's yeah. beautiful at eighty years old. It's just one. You know, I mean, she's no uh, Nancy Pelosi, who's also eighty, but <laughs> you know, she spends a little bit of money on looking good. I mean, she is a pretty woman. You can't take that away from from uh, Nancy Pelosi. She's Jane an attractive Fonda's body woman. is slamming. Oh, she's got a great body at eighty. It is it is unbelievable, but uh, yeah, Grace and Frankie, we've been watching. I really really enjoy. I think you know there are a lot of good. Look, uh, flat out, Sam Waterston. I've never been a big fan of his, but uh, I know he's uh, he overacts too much for me. Um, yeah, he's an overactor, but then uh, you got uh, well, his real name is Estevez, but he doesn't go by that. Oh, Sheen, Sheen Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen, yeah. Who I, I I do like him, and I've interviewed him several times, and he's a very nice man. Uh, but he's very just smart. miscast in this. Yeah, he's a very smart guy. But he's miscast in it because it just doesn't seem like it's sincere. I, I don't I don't know what the hell it is. But all the kids, all the, the adult children of the two, I think yeah. they're all perfectly cast. They are. Yeah. No, it's a damn good show. It's very, very funny, to tell you the truth. And it's 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 because of, uh, God, I almost called her Gilda Radner again. Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. God. Lily Tomlin. Hey, I'm sorry. Lily Tomlin looks better now than she did as she a does. young woman. She's a very attractive. And what are woman. these women doing, uh, Ralph? <laughs> yeah, Ralph. <laughs> they're, they're, what are they, they doing? doing? No, they've had, they've had more than one facelift. That's kind yeah. that's kind of what Jane Fonda. But they the person Botox. Who, uh, no, it's facelift. Botox. It, it's facelifts. They've got both. Come on, you know they have both. They may have had, but yeah. the, 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 but Jane Probably. looks the way she looks because of the facelift that she's had, mm. the, or the multiple facelifts that oh, she's had. I think she's admitted had, to it. I mean. Yeah, like three, right? Two, or three or four. Okay. I mean, it's not it's not that big a deal to have three or four facelifts. It's just they have to be done well. And yeah. not done yes. well, they lo- they go bad really uh-huh. fast. Yes, and they sure do. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Hey, we see a lot of we see a lot of work. Jones and yeah. Demi Moore, they have some good mm. alleged work. In the immortal words of Groucho Marx, she was going to have a facelift, but they lifted it up, saw what was underneath, and put it back down. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, another great week. Have a wonderful week. We will talk to you next Tuesday. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, dear. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.